You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Are you feeling better? Because I feel like the last time we were together, you were stopped up from like a cocaine bender. <laughs> I don't know about a cocaine bender, but yeah. Okay. In my nose, it does it every day. Like, yeah. But I've used like the little nasal spray so many times. It doesn't, yeah. It doesn't like you know, work like it's supposed to. I guarantee it if you get pulled over, they're searching the car if they see that. What? A nasal spray? Yeah, that's like the same thing with like cleaning eyes. They. People have a judgment zone. Like, if mm. you have the eye cleaner stuff, they instantly think you smoke pot. Hmm. Yeah. You mean eye drops? Eye cleaners? <laughs> yeah, well, but you know what I'm trying to say. Anyways, this episode is not about L. King. No, really, just about a concert. It is about a concert that Jordan and his wife attended. Mm-hmm. So, we will cover her yeah. full in depth. Right. We can yeah, cover a few things today. Yeah, but Yeah. Well, the biggest thing is she was in Glasgow. Now, yep. did you buy your wife Christmas tickets? Is... Yeah, this is her okay. Christmas gift was uh you know, tickets to see L King. We actually seen L in Louisville in um twenty eighteen. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was before kinda she was as big as she is now. That's before she went country. Yeah. Look at them boots. I see how a lot of people do that. Well, she talked about that on stage, actually. She really? uh, she said uh, she had always enjoyed country music, but she never really understood how you know rabid the fans were until she started working with you know Miranda and uh, Dirks and a bunch of those people. They're the greatest fans on earth. They're the most yeah. forgiving fans. In they're all. forgiving. I'll give you that. Very, very. They're and, very particular, though. But but the only thing that gets me though is there's a lot of artists that'll start on one side yeah. and then end up on the other, like Darius Rucker. That's what I was about I, to say. I thought Hootie and the Blowfish, like you they couldn't get any bigger. Right, and he hasn't got any bigger. <laughs> no, and I mean Darius Rucker, the name will never be as big as Hootie and the Blowfish. No, in my opinion, it won't. And but I truly feel like he was a country fan from day one. Oh yeah, he's, they said he, he used country to music. do like country covers with Hootie and the Blowfish. He, he did. His goal, know? I remember, you know, you know, hearing in an interview, his goal was like from the beginning when he started playing music, he wanted to be a country singer. I see. That's well, all I wish he would have never done fucking Wagon Wheel. I'm so <laughs> tired of hearing that song. Well, that is the worst played country song yeah, of almost all time. It's, the it's most in the top played. ten. It's overplayed. Yeah, but you're not gonna find a lot of people that like it. And if they do, there's something wrong with them. They're the type of people who cheer on Bailey Zimmerman. Three and a half minutes in, not even three and a half. We hit the we hit the first F bomb. I'm just saying, um, when you talk about Wagon Wheel. Puts me on a. It's a great song, spectrum. though. It's a great song. If it hadn't been overplayed, it used to be. yeah, it it still I, I, is. I remember learning to play that like. I like the original 2008, version. Two thousand eight, yeah. I mean, I remember learning to play it. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong.
been a. It's somebody like Bob Dylan. Bob who Dylan wrote it. Wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it years ago. But yeah. it's been covered by like three artists. It's Jeremy McComb. Jeremy McComb was the first. He uh, never took off. He was a country artist. I'm saying on the country spectrum. Right, right, right. Okay. Then you had the old show medicine show. Old Crow Medicine Show. Yeah. They did the best version of it in my That's opinion. That's the best version. Then mm-hmm. Darius Rucker brought I it. Oak Crow did it first. I may no, be wrong. Jeremy but McComb did it first. I don't even know who that is. So Yeah. He was a one hit kind of dude. But and the he one had, hit was Bob Dylan's. <laughs> supposedly. But I mean he was a nice dude and right. he tried. He was married to an A and R girl. He had a small mm-hmm. deal. Now I'm talking this is like early two thousands when he come out with it. Uh, yeah. You'll have to check it out. His version's right not now. bad. Really? It's not a bad version, but I feel like Old Crow did Old Crow it the killed best. it. Yeah. yeah. So to clarify, I just looked it up. The song was written by Bob Dylan in nineteen seventy three. But he didn't write all of it. The rest of it was written by Mr. Chris yeah, Seeker or Secker, S E C O R of Old Crow Medicine Show. Wow. Yeah, I think he was actually friends with Bob Dylan all the way back then. Um. So. So then it had to come Old Crow, Jeremy McComb, then Darius Rucker. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm, I'm wrong. He was. He didn't go to school. You know, with Bob Dylan, wasn't friends. He brought home a bootleg album of you know Bob Dylan from England and at the time the song Bob Dylan wrote was called Rock Me Mama so he added some to it and then as they released it as Wagon Wheel but according like to Bob Dylan if you ask him that song like the original aspects of it was written in 1928 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is wild. That is very wild. Yeah, Rock Me Mama was a song that was written in 1928 by a guy named Bill Brunzi. Wow. Yeah, I have no idea who that is, but he was the guy who originally did that part. So that's a little little neat history there. But yeah. And that's sure. actually how I learned to play it is from when I heard them play it. Hmm. Yeah. But that was before it was destroyed on country radio. <laughs> yeah. When you type it in, it always it pops up Darius Rucker. Yeah, and I like Darius Rucker. Odd? I like Darius Rucker. Because he didn't musically do it the best. No, he did not. That's like Tennessee Whiskey. Yeah. George Jones is not going to come up. No. <laughs> the first one, anyway. <laughs> Chris Saban killed it. Actually, uh, little... Yeah, tying all together there, that song Tennessee Whiskey is one of it didn't get me in trouble, but it, it, it could have very easily got me in trouble the other night after the concert. So um I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> when we get to it, I'll uh I'll fill you in. All right. <laughs> it uh yeah, it was uh it was a fun night though. Yeah, if you want to go ahead and yeah, play right, this, so just to give for, everybody for, an idea. Yeah. I'm sure you've heard this song. It, this was it, huge. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, it is this artist right here with the song, X's and O's. always want to come, but they never want to leave. X's and O's. 
I mean, I'll be honest, I wasn't a fan, and I'm still not sure if I am, but I do, but I can say from the live videos that I've seen, she can sing just like the record. Oh, yeah, I like mean, she sounds great, and like when we seen her, what, five years ago now, uh, when we seen her then, she sounded good, but she sounded a lot better. Of course, I don't, her music has changed, like it, you know, it was all rock. Yeah. Like she had some where she had to really really strain her voice um she don't have to do that anymore she's hitting some notes and she sounds she sounded great like she sounded fantastic but it was uh it's a lot more tame than it used to be yeah her performance at the cmas i remember how you were talking about how you could not stand it it and now that's that's what it was it was a performance she wasn't singing it was she was just lip singing because that's what Jerry Lee Lewis did when he's on stage. That's that's the reason she did it, I'm sure. Um, but and she's trying to make a good impression or catch attention of all the country fans because she is relatively new in country music and yeah. she's trying to make her way in it. And I'll guarantee you one thing: she'll entertain you. Yeah. She was a lot, you know, calmer Saturday night. But I have a few opinions on why that is. Um, now, her album was just released on Friday. Really? Yeah. Boy, they got her that quick uh, around an album release. Glasgow was the first show she did after she released her album. She was on either Good Morning America or whatever one of the other morning shows was. But uh, she was on that Friday morning. And then she was in Glasgow, Kentucky on Saturday. Wow. For the show. Now, just to get started from the get, she has a lot of talent. She's not this huge name that everybody's heard of, but she has a big following. She has had a big following for you know, six or seven years. She's kind of like, uh, what's what's a good example of a, I'm not going to say she's like the level of Zach Bryan, but he's not mainstream, but yet he has a huge following, you know, it's a lot along you know those lines she's not your you know average uh, female country singer either she's not somebody you're gonna see walk down a runway uh, right she just doesn't fit that mold she doesn't have the body type yeah you know she's rough rough around the edges she's got a lot of bad tattoos she seems like she'd she'd have a good time though. Uh, yeah I guarantee yeah. you if you heard <laughs> if you heard her original stuff like her rock stuff you know she has a good time yeah <laughs> uh, but so, they introduced her, and the people who introduced her, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna get into politics, but uh, this is a recently elected uh, you know, politician, you know, locally, and she got you know really introduced by all the politician was doing was saying, hey, this concert's happening because of me, I, I brought this together, it's. You, you know, serious? helping the hard working is what they call it. Yeah. 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 That's I mean that's all that's where she was on stage was to tell everybody that it was her is what who <laughs> made what, it happen. But wasn't it what now it was booked before she won the election, correct? I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know I when mean, it got booked. To to my understanding, I mean I'm sure but Yeah, and like they had Noah Thomas, the the guy Noah or, Thompson. Yeah, right off of American and, Idol. Uh, yeah, what's 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 her name? Hunter Girl. Hunter Girl. Yeah. And then they had 
Miss King. Mm-hmm. Then they're gonna have next Saturday night John Nelly. Reed. Yeah, yeah. They're, no, that's not next Saturday. It's like in March. I think it is. It's next in March. Saturday. Are you sure? Yeah, John okay. Reap's coming up. I think he's a comedian. Okay. He's very funny. Well, that's a lot of money. Yeah, they're. She's trying to do a lot, and I'm not. I mean, I I appreciate it because. And it's not every day we get... Well, you're not going to get to see her that close to home. Right. No, 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 know? no. Not in that small of a venue. Yeah. I don't know how many people... A thousand. It, it, uh, okay, that was a thousand. Yeah. And it was packed. Yeah. So, all right, this is the part that irritated me the most. Like, I, I looked at my wife. I was like, I would be so mad if I was L. King. Because the, you know, chick from the you know, radio station introduced her. And the first thing she said about her is, a lot of you may not know, her father is Rob Schneider. Was her name Kelly McKay? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. She said, I didn't know that until about four months ago. Like, I understand that she is not, like, on top of charts and, like, she's not Taylor Swift. But she sold out. And it wasn't a cheap ticket for the plaza either. Like it was, it was a higher price ticket. And and here's the thing: like if you paid tickets to go to this show, you already know that shit. Yes. You know. Otherwise, it would be. I mean, that's something you announce, you know, weeks in advance. You know, coming up. Like you're not going to talk about that night. They, she, it, it rubbed me the wrong way because it kind of came across as like. You may not know anything about this artist, but she's really big, and she's too big to be here right now. But you probably don't know that because you don't know that much about music. That's just what I got from it. That would piss me off. Like that's just that's just how it rubbed me because she yeah. was obviously she works at a radio station. I don't know if she knows shit else about. Well, we know how the, a lot of those DJs are. I mean, it's a paying gig. Yeah, and they're you know, and DJs have got worse. Over time, you know, I remember there used to be a show when I was in high school called Eagle and Joe Barry in the morning. I don't know if you ever remember that Mm -mm. on WGGC, and they were awesome. Like, they played, you know, they had a section of stuff that they had to play, but they had a lot of good stuff, too. But it sounds, I would have been pissed, too, to be honest. Yeah, it just did not, it didn't come across sincere, you know. And well, then there was like did. a long delay, right? Yeah. I kind of thought and there was I wasn't the only one like I didn't know if she's gonna walk on stage. It was like ten or fifteen minutes before she came out on stage. And it was already after eight o'clock, which is what time it was supposed to start. It was like it was like eight twenty when she walked on stage. Wow. And we left there at nine thirty. No encore. Are you serious? Yeah, she didn't even play an hour and a half. No encore. A lot Must of people stuck around. Kind of price. I'm sure, but I mean, it was, a few people stayed out there. Then a few of the people in the crowd act like they'd never been to a concert before, where oh, you ask for an don't encore. You hate so they that. just as soon as, as soon as the lights come on, well, a good time to go home. Yeah, <laughs> these <Walk> local <laughs> people are awful when it comes to concerts. <laughs> Some know? of them because they don't they not ever been to like a big concert. You, you can tell they've never been out of the city. And you always have that one who yells out something. Then they weren't any yellers. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's quiet. That's a first. Yeah. You know. Um, she trying to think. Did she shake anybody's hand or high five anybody or did she go to the merch booth 
at the end. Not that I've seen. Really. Mm. A lot of artists don't do that. But yeah. I would think since she's trying to gain more country fans that she would. She did that in Louisville. I remember that. But she could be jet lagged. I'm sure she is. You know? She said she was tired. But uh, and she played a lot of new songs. I don't, I think she only played yeah you know, twelve or thirteen songs maybe. Any talking with the crowd interaction? Some she explained to us she had a big song a few years ago. It was called America's Sweetheart. Yeah. Do you know that song? I don't think so. I should have had you you know cue that one up because it was another one that had a radio play. But uh, she plays it completely different than she used to, and it all happened around Thanksgiving. She had a concussion around Thanksgiving. And the next time she went on stage to perform it, she couldn't remember how they used it. Like, she started playing it, and that's how it was in her head. So she plays it a, a different way now. Really? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a different arrangement. Yeah. It confused the shit out of all the other people in her band. But they've got used to it now, and it's yeah. you know, played that. And it, I mean, it sounds fine. I, I think I like the original version better, but... You know, she said she can't even hear the other version now. Like in her head, it's just when wow. she thinks of that song, she plays it a certain way. Yeah. And she talked about yeah you know, the song coming up right here. Uh, she got a song that was written by a very very important person to this show. Um, somebody that you know, we love on the show. They wrote this song. And said the only person they wanted to perform it was her. You want to know who that is? I have no idea. Mr. Timothy Tyler Childers. Are you serious? He wrote Jersey Giant. He wrote Jersey Giant oh, for L. King. It sounds a lot like him, doesn't it? Like, it sounds yeah, like something good, right? I like to hear his version, but I love her version. That, yeah. I mean, that was really good, yeah. you know? Yeah, and that's a lot of her new albums like it. Really? A lot of it is. Um, yeah, so I was really pleased when <laughs> and she said that and when she sang it. There's a lot of, you know, honestly, I didn't know all the words, all the songs that she sang. If it was a rock stuff, I would have knew every word because she had some bangers. I knew the, you know, I drunk, I want to go home. 
Yeah. She said with Miranda Lambert. And she you sang said that she whole did song. Do that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. She sang that whole song. Um, but it uh, they I was surprised at how many people in the crowd knew every word to every song she sang. Wow. I was shocked because yeah, you know, Glasgow we don't, and I'm sure there were people from you know Bowling Green and Ten- I saw a lot of Tennessee license plates, but yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, I guess we can go to the next song now. We'll wrap up the show portion. You get it? I do. <laughs> and, and, you know, I also heard the production of this. It, it sounds like they've tracked her voice twice. It's possible, yeah. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. And didn't she open with this song? I thought this was the first song that my sister sent me. It, she could have. Yeah, actually, she, yeah, she did. Yeah, she opened with that's it. That's what I was kind of mm-hmm. curious. I, I mean, it's good. Yeah. I listened to it. It's, a, it's one of them clever songs. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's gone to Tulsa. Let's spell it back. You know what she really means. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um. So, what would you rate the concert? Um, I can't give it a five because it didn't last long enough, especially yeah. for that price. Um, she sounded great. Her songs are great. She, her energy was great. Um. I'll give it a, um, I'll give it a four. So it was kind of like a pop-up show, really, if you didn't get the full experience. Yeah, because like the you know, first time I seen her, she played for like two and a half hours. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Yeah. And like on stage, she wasn't, you now, know, how conservative. How much were your tickets? At the you know, first time we went? Yeah. A little cheaper than this one. Yeah. Well, how much were these? Oh, these in were ninety-five a piece. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But then again, if you drove to Louisville, right? You you or Nashville, mm-hmm. it would have been more than that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Plus food and all that. Like when I seen her in Louisville, it was it was about the same size venue. Yeah, maybe a little bigger. There weren't seats. It was like standing room only. That's. Yeah. But you fit. Yeah, about the same amount of people in it. Um, but it was like 60 bucks a piece. Yeah. But. And the cool thing is about Glasgow is like there's, I see there's multiple places to drink before the show. Yeah. Like and I after. seen there was a lot of people at, um, what's that one in the bottom there? Drinking game. Well, there's that. But mm-hmm. right behind the plaza is AJ's. Oh yeah, I've never yeah. been there. And then uh, the place where you guys Yancey's, hung out. Yeah. yeah, I like Yancey's because it's got an old school look to it. You know, like yeah. it, 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 something you see in London. Yeah. Although I've never been to London, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. It's got all the wood and yeah. It's the only 
pushback I have about Yancey's the other night was we went before the show because we were going to get some food. Yeah. Um, we got there early, early, and it was an hour and a half before we got any food. <laughs> it was really? an hour before we got a drink. <laughs> See, to me, and I could be totally misjudging it, it kind of seems like it's a, a snobby hangout, you know? Have you ever been there? I've never been there, but I've seen a <laughs> lot of photos on Facebook I love it. of you people who go there. judgment. Of people who go there well, and hang out there, you know? I've only, That's all I'm saying. I've probably been there probably 10 times total. Yeah. But I used to go uh, for uh, trivia night. Uh-huh. They have a little trivia night, little contest, but... The thing about that is it's Glasgow. Not a lot of people come out for it. Like, they would be three teams. Yeah. And I think we won just about almost every time we went. And we got to split a $25 gift card to Yancey's. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so it paid for our food. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, it's all right. The you know, biggest issue with having a bar in Glasgow is you have to have enough people to come to keep you in business otherwise you can't really pay all the waiters and the cooks and the bartenders so then you're understaffed Mm -hmm. so that's going to be something that's always going to happen unless there is like an event going on and they had no idea they were going to have the crowd that they had yeah just because i'm sure the majority of time they don't have that crowd well no because you're not having big names like that right back to back weekends so yeah before the show they were yeah, busy, busy. And after the show, they were still busy. Yeah. Um, probably after the show, they were <clears throat> more well prepared to handle it. You yeah. know, had more, you know, hands on deck. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I myself, I think it'd be cool to see the Nelly show. You know? Yeah. I mean, in my, and I, I love country music, but, man, I remember spinning those well, he had country, a country grammar. Song. Well, that doesn't count. Was it Tim McGraw? Yeah. <laughs> all in my head 25 fucking times that they said. All in my head. Yeah, I mean, that's all the song is. Yeah, it is. I think about it over and over again. He says it over, it and over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So. I don't, I've I've never liked those rap you know, country collaborations. No, there's only a few good ones. They always are just annoying to me. Yeah, now no. Colt Ford and Justin, no, yeah, it may be Justin Moore. Yeah, they had one together. It was like Country Life or something like that. It, it wasn't too bad. Was know? it the one that yeah, somebody, yeah, Jason Aldean redo it? No, you're thinking of Dirt Road Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, let me Colt Ford's version is great. Let me go on the record and say Colt Ford and Brantley Gilbert did it better than Jason could ever dream of doing it. Oh, I agree with that, 100%. And that's another song that the radio just out-fucking-played. Man, that's three. I mean... You feel all right? I'm just saying, they outplayed that song. Oh, yeah, they did. Severely. But only when it was done by Jason. Yeah. Not when it was done by the other one. And and that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, I mean, it does to me. in, In the beginning, did you know that Jason got a lot of hate for that? Like, people went on Facebook, and they're like, you just want to be like Brantley Gilbert. And yeah. Brantley had to make a Facebook video and say, <laughs> please leave Jason alone. Yeah. Him recording the song has helped me further my career. Yeah, that is true. You know? It did. But it's Nashville. That's going to be always, one, it's, it's always going to be one of the pushbacks about Unfortunately. Nashville. 
because it is a product of this machine. Well, and it's just like the song God's Country. Had Hardy released it, it would have not been near as big as when Blake Shelton released it. Yeah. It, it just wouldn't. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes, well, in that, that situation, Brantley and Cold Ford's version was a hell of a lot better. No. Well, I mean, know? usually, this is not always the case, but I find it's like 95% of the time the person who wrote the song or who performed it first is going to perform it with a lot more emotion. It's going to mean more to them, and it's going to be a better version because of it. Yeah. You know? And that's just... There's only been one instance where that wasn't true. That's Tennessee with you. Yeah. And, and I love George. Yeah. But, I mean, and I love George more than I love Chris Stapleton, but, yeah. I mean, the facts are there on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, to bring that back to the other night after the show, um, I had went, I went outside to hit my little, you know, vape thing. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came back in, and I had been dancing. And a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm a pretty good dancer. Uh, back in the day, I had some moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. That's fine. Haters gonna hate. That's fine. But anyway, I. I am. Like, I haven't danced in 10 years. Yeah. But. It's like your I mind can cut knows where to go back. To. It does. Yeah, it does. You don't forget. I had a few mislicks, and, like, I stumbled a couple of times. I got a bruise on my shin. I've not had a bruise in, like, 15 years, but I got a bruise on my shin right now. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. I was out there cutting a rug. I went out outside him my vape. Come back in, and Tennessee whiskey starts playing. Oh, Lord. And up from behind me, a woman that I don't know, she, she, she puts her hand on my shoulder. She said, you know, I'm Brandy. Because, <laughs> you know, it's as warm as Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> I said, yes, that was my wife, and she's right there. <laughs> what did your wife say? You know, in Yellowstone, when that woman walks up to Rip, Oh, and like yeah. I'm gonna take you, I'm gonna take you home, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> he said, well, "You may want to ask my wife about that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just foreseen that happening. Like I thought there was gonna be a beer bottle slammed across that girl's head. Really? She handled it pretty good, but she came out on the dance floor and danced with me. She understood the importance of her dancing with me as well, and not just me out there doing my own thing. Yeah, because <laughs> she a lot, a lot of women and men need <laughs> yeah. to see that, like. You can't go to a place that offers dancing and be like, oh, I don't dance, but your spouse does. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. it just, yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. Even if you don't want to do it, yeah. you got to do it. Because, I mean, the kind of dancing I was doing was really, you know, I mean, only something that you do you know, by yourself. Like I was crip walking. No, 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 I don't do none of that junk. <laughs> I was crip walking because I grew up in the time of... Yeah, California rap, you know, oh, West Coast, yeah. you know, yeah. Dr. Dre, Snoop, all that. I learned how to crip walk 20 years ago. Yeah. And 25 years ago now. And it's been my go-to ever since. I even made up my own little version. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the moves yeah. are kind of like, uh, you just kind of walk like a, a chicken, right? You kind of like bend your knees and 
the rest of your body goes down. Then you twist your ankle backwards or something. You're going to have to do a tutorial. <laughs> it's not the chicken Facebook. dance. That's what you're asking. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, all right, I'll show you sometime. Okay. But it won't be tonight. I'm on sore. On Facebook. <laughs> I'm sore. We will have to go live. If enough of you request it, we will go live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, possibly. You better send me some uh, Neosporin. I'm going to need some stuff <laughs> for my knees. My knees are still water. sore. But, uh, so, and then after that, they play you know, Pony by Genuine. Oh, yeah. Well. That's a really good song, I think. Oh, it's a fantastic <laughs> song. Yeah. And he had a bunch of good songs. Yeah. That was probably his best. He had In Those Jeans. He had, yeah. man. That was when I was in my heyday when yeah. all them songs were out. Like right. that was that was my time. Right. But so yeah, I was I was yeah, dancing a little more sensual to that and I ended up with a few folded up five dollar bills and really? folded up ones. Wow. Shoved in my pants and in my shirt. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I did. I walked away there with twenty three dollars. Wow. <laughs> and folded up cash. Yeah, and wh- what did the wife think about this? She was laughing at that part because nobody was dancing with me. Yeah. And they were yeah. just enjoying the yeah. view, I guess you could say. I Although, I seen a picture of myself, Yeah. and I did not enjoy the view. Don't you hate I that did feeling? Not, I did not realize how fat I'd got until I seen that picture. Oh, it it's awful. Like, I, like, I know the feeling because, like, Christmas photos, Thanksgiving photos. I'm like, nobody told me I look like a fucking cow. That's four this time. Nobody told me that I was overweight. But the thing is, is like I look healthier than I did in high school. In high school, I look like I was anorexic. I mean, one twenty the whole career. You know. When I graduated high school, I weighed 165 pounds. Yeah. End of my first year of college, I weighed 225. I gained the freshman 50, <laughs> not wow. 15, 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, and I, I had went down. We, we, by, we, I'm, we should, we should, I've been saying. I can't, I, look. I've been saying. I'm not joining any gym right now. We don't have to join a gym. You said you had one. I just well, need an invite yeah. and I will keep you motivated. <laughs> you know? Well, it's kind of difficult to small kids. Yeah, but, uh, what was there's something else I was going to say, but I don't remember what it was. Uh, oh, your sister went to the show. Did she? Yeah, she she was uh, front row, and to my understanding, she was okay till about the third song, and she blacked out. Blacked out? From drinking way too much from oh, the beginning. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know anything past the third song, so... That's I was, why I was waiting to hear your review. <laughs> I was really hoping, you know, the L King was singing her version of My Neck, My Back. She had a version? Yeah. Really? She played it in Louisville. It's fantastic. Hmm. And if y'all don't know that song, if there's kids out there, you don't need to listen to it. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> see. actually, if there's kids out there, I'm sorry. Yeah. That, uh, Mr. Ryan you know, thinks he's got to throw the F bomb out there. I, I don't, I'm just trying to be, I don't know. <laughs> Descriptive. Descriptive. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let's see. Did you want to talk about 
the uh get a little a little frustration yeah i don't know i'm kind of over it like i had my taxes done mm-hmm. and i just there's it's like the older you get the more pissed off you are about the government yeah like the the two biggest things that i feel like are messed up in the united states number one is the court system Mm-hmm. Number two is our health care. I mm-hmm. feel like everybody should get the same treatment. You know, none yeah. better, none worse. Yeah. And, like, I can't even afford it at work, and I have a good job. Mm-hmm. And it just eats me alive. But I feel like the system is so messed up because when your kids are little and you're fresh married, I'm talking like mid twenties. Mm-hmm. We were in that bunch that would get a really good return. Yeah. Well, then when you get older and wiser, and you you find ways to save money and invest money, mm-hmm. and like when when to make that a little money, more money, yeah, when that money could change things, yeah, you don't get it. No. But I walked <laughs> out of there thinking God that. I didn't have to pay anything right. except the state. They said I owe them $6, oh, so i got to yeah. make sure that I get that 6 bucks in the mail. You, you better pay them, too, because <laughs> they'll come I mean, get it. I know, <laughs> and they probably would, you know, to teach me a lesson. But I don't know. It's just our system yeah. is so rigged. And America yeah. is the greatest country in the world. Don't get me wrong, because there's a lot of places that are worse, and if you don't yeah. love it, leave it. There's I a lot of places it. that are worse. But the way the court system is designed, and yeah. I mean, I just feel like a police officer making sixteen fifty an hour should not have enough power to pull you over and change your life forever, even if you're doing right. Right or wrong. Right, yeah. and and there's a lot of times that people are doing yeah. wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying seventy five percent of the time. Mm-hmm. If you're in trouble, it's because you've done something yeah. to cause it. You've you know, put yourself in a situation where yeah, something but, like that but comes no, up. Yeah, but no other human should yeah. be able to have that power to where if they yeah. decide, they're the ones that make the decision if you're going to have to go deal with the court system. I think there's a lot of issues in this, in this and, country. And I don't think but, it'll ever be fixed. No. Because we're so far gone. Well, we... We started on this path a long time ago, and we've kind of let it get to the point where it's at now. And, um, yeah, taxes. And some states only do, you know, like uh, sales tax, and they don't have income tax. Like Tennessee, Texas are two of them. Florida's one of them, I think. You don't have to pay tax on your income. But you do on, it's a higher sales tax. Here we have, you know, tax on all of it on our income, on sales, but a lot of times, and it's like house you know, taxes, uh, car taxes, and not only do we have to pay that initially, you got to pay it every year. Well, yeah, and, and you that never was get never, paid up. That was never meant to be how the system was, yeah. you know? I understand you have to pay a little tax. Like my wife, every check she gets, now granted, she has a really good job. She went to school. She got a high education. Half her check is gone. Literally half of her check. Every time she gets one, has gone. 
to taxes. Yeah. And we won't get it back. No, well, here's... We usually have to pay in. But here's the thing. Your lifestyle mm-hmm. is on a $10 an hour wage. Mm-hmm. But the paper says, no, you guys are above poverty. But mm-hmm. you, but you're really not because you're paying off college that everybody seems to think that you have to have. But here's what people need to be doing, and that's these kids coming out of high school, they need to learn to be a plumber, electrician, yeah. HVAC. A lot of need that for is it. a dying trade. Yeah. You know, so this idea of going to college is not as grand as people thought it was. Yeah. I, I mean, I got lied to when I was in school. They said, if you don't go to you know college, you're not going to you know, right. make it. I went to college, Absolutely. and I still ain't made it. But unless you know exactly what you want to do, there's no point going. Well, and also, you know, your wife, mm-hmm. she shouldn't, and everybody else too, we shouldn't be penalized because we work our ass off to get a good job, make good money. Yeah. Basically, the government says you're not allowed I have this much money mm-hmm. because that's fucking joke. That's five. Because well, it's her, a joke. It though, is. Her salary. One. It's a is joke. At like a, a point where I forget the percentage, but yeah, it's but, it's right at fifty percent. Yeah, and and everything we make as a pair, half of it gets took. So exactly. So that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So like, she worked her whole life up until now yeah. to make good money. Mm-hmm. That she has to pay back mm-hmm. for where she's at, which then leaves you guys with enough money to get by on the poverty level, a little bit above the poverty level. Right. But the government says, Jordan, you have two kids. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we can't give you a $10,000 refund. Yeah. But Joe Blow, who's had seven jobs this year at yeah. fast food, and we're going to give with... him 12000 yeah. with $600 a month food stamps. Yeah. You know, had six kids with you know, seven different daddies. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, this government yeah. is well, is a joke. That was Linda B. Johnson set that up, but uh, yeah, that's a whole nother. And a lot of people animal. do need food stamps. I'm not. Yeah, there are there there are a lot of people who need. They them. are. There they are a lot are. of people who are gaming the system though. But if this milk keeps going up, if these foods keeps going up, I mean, I'm worried about our children. Our children may yeah. never be able to afford a home, let alone rent. Well, I think it's all in how they approach life. You approach life how it's glorified on TV and how you see on YouTube and all the videos yeah. and all that. You don't yet, need water fountains in your living it. room. You're not going to make it. Right. Like you, don't, you don't need all that. If no. you If you skate early on in your adulthood with the bare minimum... Yeah, and you, you save. Save as much as you can. Don't you know, always put it in the bank. You now build a little bit of you know, credit up. You don't. You know, you have to owe something in order to yeah, gain and, credit. And that's a joke too. Yeah, the credit well, system. Yeah, that's. You know, that's your credit only rises if you owe everybody. Yeah, it but only rises if, a the, lot. if it's paid yeah. off, it's not going to climb as high as mm-hmm. if you're still paying it. But as soon as you're thirty days late on one. It's over. Take it down. It's time to start <laughs> over. It takes you three years to erase that. And this financial moment's been brought to you in part by Edward Jones. I tell you this though, <laughs> my dad told me he's like, buy you a case knife from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that takes forever. But I done it. 
Mm-hmm. And when I got behind a couple of weeks ago, I was able to sell two or three. Yeah. And it paid for my water heater. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's money to be made, but I believe it's in guns, knives, real estate. And I'm not talking about homes. I'm talking about mm-hmm. land. I'll tell you another God way. Because God ain't making more of that. No, I can't make no more of that. I'll tell you another way. Um, buy some of those you know, <clears throat> special you know, bottles of uh, bourbon that some of the distilleries have. Yeah. You know, that they only you know, give out once a year. But, I mean, it's going to be you know, face value for a year or two. Then after that, it's got an older age on it. So, it's going to go up. Do you have any? I mean, I've got a couple. Really? But like there Buffalo was... Like trays or just any of them? I mean, if you can get Pappy Van Winkle, that's where you want to get. But, um, let's see, there was a guy, I read this in a story. I don't you know, I know who it was, but he, uh, every year for his son's birthday, he got him the special you know, bottle of uh, Pappy Van Winkle. A bottle of Pappy... Just a regular bottle every year, yeah, probably a hundred bucks, maybe a little bit more. It is, you know, <clears throat> very nice. Okay, uh, when that kid turned, he turned twenty-five, and he's still getting bottles from his dad. He turned twenty-five. He went just to see how much it'd be worth. He's sitting on about $500,000 worth of uh, bourbon. That's crazy. <laughs> just from those birthday cause He didn't open it. He just left them sealed because yeah. they got so much age uh, built up on them. It's, uh, and it's, down the, uh, it's something you might not think taste. about unless you know. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's the same thing as like you have. All right, say you have one of those bottles and you give it to one of your kids and you say, all right, you go to... Uh, you go to a pawn shop and, and see what they'll give you for it. And they'll say, oh, I'll give you 20 bucks for it. You know, and okay. You take it to um, like a bar. You say, oh, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. Okay. And then you take it to a, you know, a collector and they'll give you uh, 40 grand for it. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. because it's, it all depends where you're at. Everybody sees your value differently. If you're not valued where you're at, yeah, keep looking. You're gonna find your value somewhere. Yeah, and somebody's gonna see it in you, and that, that's where that's you're gonna. Good, that's going to be in in your place. Yeah, but and, you and that's a it. real good way to put it for jobs too. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I true. I've had my fair share of being unvalued. Mm-hmm. Finally, now I am, and it's awesome. Yeah. I, I really didn't think. With me being the age that I am, with mm-hmm. me having a criminal record, yeah. that I could get what I got, and I'm telling you, the Lord is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I still got to figure all that out. <laughs> For myself. You will. Uh, I mean, worst case, you could go dancing. I mean, that's true. You have that going a night. for you. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't know if my I don't know if but my if hips and knees could take seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. You know. I blow my knee out next week. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. If you don't know anything about El King, check her out. She, I mean, she's been around for years, and she's got a lot of talent. 
but uh thanks for joining us uh without you this would not be possible so thank you uh, god bless stay safe remember to like share rate review follow tell your friends neighbors loved ones until next time hasta mañana this here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the country music critic the views and opinions expressed on the country music critic are not necessarily those of the guests sponsors or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast the country music critic releases itself from all misrepresentation any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the world wide web aka the interweb comments made on the country music critic are meant to be informative comical or just plain silly and not meant to defame asperse calumniate slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch y'all next time.